It's the crew of the year that you're loving to hate. If you fucking with the team, you catch your boots to the face. Rebound from the boot, I hit the Irish whip. Don't be mad, cause we know your podcast ain't shit. Stop hating, motherfucker, you know he the man. RJ gon' hit you with that ringside rant. And them two hard hitters repping Montreal. Godfathers of the crew, making sure we ball. If you still wanna hate, it's no saving ya. You might get beat down on talk of mania. Listen to the whole team across body of work. It'll make you realize that you should have been first. And me, I cause chaos everywhere that I go. 80 proof and no less got me ready to throw. Don't step to the mic unless you want that smoke. FPC, the whole team is like a knife to your throat. Yeah! Welcome to Boot to the Face, WrestleMania Rewind. Chris Rucker here with EJ motherfucking Reed, and we are live on Twitch.tv, powered by FullPressCoverage.com. Go there for all your sporting wants and needs, where they will, I'm sure, be talking about You Can't See Me Gate. I'm sure they'll be talking about UConn slapping the shit out of, uh, who they play, Miami, Florida? Florida AU, one San Diego State, San Diego State, same shit. They slapped the shit out of them. Uh, NBA playoffs are about to kick off. I think there's four games left. My Knicks, they're looking a little dangerous. Uh, baseball season's in full swing. Like the only thing we ain't got happening is football. You got the XFL, which I haven't watched yet. But uh, go to fullpresscoverage.com. Tell them I sent you. You don't get anything for it, but it makes me seem cool. Other than that, how the hell are you, EJ? What do y'all guys want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, man. Just basking in the afterglow of WrestleMania and all the other shenanigans surrounding right? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. WrestleMania is fucking it's like it it came and went. Like it felt like it took forever for it to get here. Now it's like shit's over with. Like on to the next. So much shit's happened since night two of WrestleMania was over with. The way night two ended was crazy. And then business just picked up like crazy uh, in the last 24 to 36 hours. Yeah, man. Tell me about it, man. Like you said, it went by fast. 
I saw you partying it up for WrestleMania both nights. Yeah, those were a lot of fun. Um, How'd that go? It was good. I had uh we hadn't done that in a while. My buddy Joey Steelman hosted um my buddy Nate that I haven't seen in a while. Him and his he came over the first night and then his wife came over the second night. Uh my buddy Tyler was there, you know. Tyler I didn't even know like girls had a girlfriend. She was there, so that was different. Um Yeah, it was a lot of fun. A lot of a lot of whiskey was, was consumed. Uh <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. Um, and we got, you know, it's funny. I'm look NXT's on in the background. I forgot there was an NXT pay-per-view fucking earlier in the day on Saturday. Um, I'm trying to sit here and think like there was so many pops on Saturday from the, from us in, in the fucking at the party or whatever, like Dominic Mysterio's entrance. Like we all lost our shit on that. When Ray took his belt off and started whooping Dom's ass, like we went nuts. I say like the the biggest reactions from night one, like four of them came from Dominic and Ray. I mean, I told you, man, Dom's an MVP. Y'all been sleeping on Dom forever. But don't say y'all. I've been a fan of Dom for at least a the co- year. The collective you, not you specifically. Marty, I was Marty hating on Dom. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, but. Dom, Dom's got the juice right now. Man, that intro was so good. Uh, the fucking mask he had on. Ray's entrance was good too, though. Fucking coming out with Snoop and the lowrider, like fucking Eddie Guerrero. Uh, I'm trying to think what his mask was. Somebody, I wasn't really paying attention, but I heard somebody say it was Muda inspired me. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It looked like, because Muda's got a mask that's kind of like, it's not like face form fitted. It's a little bit bigger and it kind of sticks out and it makes them look like a, almost like a bug. Right. And that was the first thing I thought when Ray came out, but other people there don't watch fucking new Japan and the great mood. So they were just like, whatever. Um, starting off with, with the first night, technically the first day was NXT. Uh, we kind of talked about this a little bit. We touched on it beforehand. I thought the NXT pay-per-view was, it was just like middle of the road. Um, I was extremely happy when Indy Hartwell won, even though I wanted Gigi to win, but just seeing the way they had her win with Dexter out there was cool. Uh, don't really care about Johnny Gargano winning. Thank God Carmelo Hayes beat Braun Breaker. Melo shoot. Melo don't miss. Man, I kind of felt sorry for him when he slipped off the ropes, though. Did you guys? Yeah. The, ba- the basement dweller is, ah, oh, look at that. Told you he wasn't it. ready. He does, he does miss. Yeah, <laughs> you can't. Just sit on your mom's couch and keep eating your, your Twinkies and What's wrong with ho-hos. Twinkies? They are quite delicious, but they have study like <laughs> yeah, those, those, Like they dug up some Twinkies and they look the same. Like, so who knows? What They're like doing. cockroaches, Twinkies are, right? Yeah, yeah. Won't Twinkies survive like... Isn't there a thing where they say Twinkies will survive like hundreds of years before they go bad or some shit like that? Yeah, yeah. So that's the, I don't. You probably shouldn't consume something like that. Exactly. And same with like the McDonald's fries. Like they like laid them out and they look exactly the same. They were hard as fuck, but they <laughs> looked exactly the same. It's all the preservatives and stuff they put in it. Yeah. No. I, as long as you don't talk shit about Wendy's fries, we all right. Wendy's fries slap. 
Yeah, Wendy's fries there. You don't even need anything on them, but if you put that honey mustard on them, ooh, shit. Now you're doing too much. That Wendy's honey mustard? <laughs> you're doing the most. Like, I don't need all the extra shit on the fries. Just give me the fries. Nah, I, I need that honey mustard. I take that honey mustard and rub it all over my body. It'd be so good. Yeah, we went off on a tangent on the basement dwellers, but yeah, um, I wonder what they're going to do with Carmelo. I'm sure you're watching it right now. I'm surprised he hasn't opened the show or anything like that. No, nah, Indy Hartwell's opening the show. That's what made me think of her. Um, so, you know, we ain't going to talk a lot of AEW this week. It's WrestleMania. But your boy Tony Khan does have an announcement coming Wednesday. Any uh, any guesses as to what that might be? I have no clue. If it ain't like a major like streaming deal or anything like that, I don't really care. I feel like he's overhyping that. Yeah. I feel like him constantly announcing that he has an announcement while WrestleMania is going on was kind of like when the NBA does shit on Super Bowl Sunday. It's like, come on. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, this ain't your day. You could have waited till Monday morning to do that shit. And then it was like all he he tweeted it and then AEW retweeted it. And then AEW tweeted it again. It was just like. We get it, motherfucker. You got a lackluster announcement you're going to do. None of his announcements are ever good. Like, what good announcement has he made? The ROH one was pretty good. Was it? Yeah, that's a big company that he bought. But other than that, I can't think of any announcements. Maybe he'll break the streak tomorrow. Um, what was I going to say? I haven't heard anything about the announcement he's going to make. But, I mean... He's gloating like it's going to be something good. So if it's not, you know, they're going to drag him on Twitter. So I don't think he cares, though. Oh, he cares. He's sensitive as fuck. They, you, I wouldn't be surprised if just because some kind of way we said one bad thing about him, if he showed up in the chat and, like, started defending himself. <laughs> like, he's got people watching everything for him. Got the Tony bots everywhere. They lurking. Yeah. If he, if he made a forbidden door announcement, I wouldn't be mad at that. I thought that was already official, though. Yeah, but no matches or anything have been announced for it. But you got double or nothing before that, so I doubt it's going to be Forbidden Door stuff. Who knows? We'll yeah. have to tune in. We'll have to tune in and be disappointed. I'm I'm hopeful that we won't be disappointed. Um, speaking of announcements, we'll, we'll fast forward through WrestleMania and get to the announcement that came out before day two of WrestleMania, which is Endeavor, a big fucking billionaire conglomerate of a business i guess has purchased wwe for 9.3 billion dollars that's a lot of money for you still watch that fake shit <laughs> apparently ain't the only one because they're worth nine billion dollars is how much somebody paid for them they're gonna make a one company combined with ufc that's supposed to be worth like 21 billion um and it's all gonna be under the same thing the guy Ari, he he'll be the main man in charge. Under him will be Vince, and then Dana White, and Nick Khan are kind of they got the same kind of titles in UFC and WWE, and then a couple people underneath them. So Vince has a boss now, which is weird, and a really fucking weird mustache too, um, and dyed eyebrows and dyed hair. Fucking Adolph McMahon, um, looking like Gomez Adams. <laughs> yeah. What do you what do you see happening with this? I know a lot of people are nervous. They're like, 
Vince is going to take back over creative. Honestly, I don't give a fuck about creative. You know what I give a fuck about, EJ? $60 pay-per-views. I don't want to see that shit no more. Yeah, so I'm just going to talk about the WWE side of things. Y'all want to hear the UFC side of things? Tune in to Haymaker MMA on Thursday on Twitch. Shameless pug. Um, so, yeah, on the WWE side of things, I think the worst thing that could happen is what you said. I think y'all are going to be paying for pay-per-view soon. Sooner than you think, too, because if you saw an article by Nick Khan, he said he doesn't mind going back and re-looking at the, the payment structure they have in Peacock uh, for people to pay, start paying like something for the pay-per-views they have now on Peacock. So, And I'm sure they're going to take you know, page out of UFC's book on how they model it because it's all about maximizing profits. I feel like, on one hand, you're right. I'm I'm sorry. Were you done? I didn't no, mean to jump yeah, I'm in. Done. I didn't mean okay. to jump in. Uh, I feel like UFC and WWE are two different things. WWE is quote simulated combat sports, but it's more storyline driven. You know, I've went back and watched. Misha Tate knock out Holly Holm probably like five times and it happened what six seven years ago I've went back and watched Sting and Rock matches and whole storylines like a lot right so it's it's not the same kind of streaming service I feel like they would be better off going back to something like what the WWE network is because right now I got Peacock for free because it comes with uh my internet service so I don't even have to pay for Peacock now I get the commercials in there when I'm trying to watch it, but it's free. I feel like if they were to tell me 20 bucks a month, you get the WWE network and the pay-per-views come with it. I'd be down. Not much higher than that though. Cause I already got enough streaming shit. Right. But if you're going to go higher with the price, there's gotta be some kind of update to where the shows get put on there quick. You can't put, you can't put Raw and SmackDown live on the network because of the contracts you got with Fox and USA. But like the latest Raw that's on Peacock right now is like three weeks old, you know? Do like Hulu. Nobody, know how they do that? Because of For, the Hulu, the yeah. Hulu deal. Okay, well, fuck Hulu. Cut them out. Cut out the middleman. And you get that money. I want to give my money to pro wrestling. I don't want to give my money to like Hulu and shit. Like, I don't watch Hulu. There's nothing on Hulu I want. Cool's got some good stuff. I I ain't missing shit. Okay, I got too <laughs> much stuff to watch now to be trying to add Hulu to it. Uh, will there be cross promotion? You know, they'd be dumb to not do it, and they'd be dumb to do it. Because if you're gonna do it, somebody's gonna have to fight eventually, right? Like, or are you just gonna have Conor McGregor walk out and cut a promo and be like? Tune in this Saturday and I'll be fighting fucking GSP or whatever. He ain't fighting GSP, but you know what I mean? Or you have Roman Reigns come out and just walk in the middle of the octagon, tell everybody to acknowledge him. They don't know who the fuck he is. <laughs> I don't know. I, there's, there's absolutely not going to be any cross promotion in that sense. They're gonna, Basically, what I've heard, they're going to keep the entity separate. The most you might see is... Uh, WWE at a UFC pay-per-view on the sideline on the in the crowd and vice versa. Not gonna really see any like cross promotion like storylines and UFC coming over. 
I don't know. That's out of the question. UFC be you. If fucking Jake Paul can go to WrestleMania, why can't McGregor? Because McGregor is 145 pounds. So is Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio's on roids. He's like 200 something pounds. So is Conor McGregor. <laughs> That's why the nigga can't fight right now. <laughs> I I get what you're saying, but I don't think I don't think it's gonna happen like people think it is. I mean, we might get that John Jones Brock Lesnar fight finally. It just might be at WrestleMania. That's John Jones would be a terrible professional wrestler. I, f- I, I don't I don't think it's gonna be all cross promoted like people are fair of. Like I don't want to UFC fans that have been freaking out about we don't want that fake quote unquote fake stuff there and oh, shut tell them uh, shut the fuck up. There's not there's nothing worse than you know what the only thing worse than wrestling fans are UFC fans because it's actual they're fans of actual fighters and can't none of them fight. They all just wear affliction shirts that they shouldn't be wearing. They're too fucking small and think they know everything about jujitsu and they ain't never been in a real fucking fight and hit in the fucking face ever you might have like 10% of UFC fans that can probably fight the rest of them are just like wrestling fans they just sit at home and talk shit UFC fans kind of have like middle brother syndrome because they they like talk shit about wrestling fans sometimes but then like you turn around and boxing fans talk shit about MMA fans so it's all one big cycle. I wouldn't mind paying a little extra for a UFC WWE package if the pay-per-views came with them. I think like that'll be to the extent that you see them cross promote too. They might package up some yeah, some deals like that as well. I don't know. But, I just I I feel like they paid 9 billion dollars for them. They're going to want to get that money back pretty soon. They're not going to want to slow burn the profit. But at the same time, you know, WWE, the other thing about WWE and UFC, the difference is UFC goes to what? Like maybe 10, 15,000 seat arenas for the big fights. And then they they have all the other little. They haven't done a stadium yet, which is crazy to think. WWE just did over 80,000 people two nights in a row. Like, and they'll do that four or five times a year. Actually, they'll do it six times a year because they go to Jeddah a couple times, right? Mm-hmm. So they'll have SummerSlam. They'll have Royal Rumble. They'll have two nights at WrestleMania. They'll go to fucking Jeddah. They'll probably go, uh, like, where'd they go last year? Scotland or some shit like that to a huge stadium. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a big Wales. gate. Yeah, they 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 reported they made $21 million just on the gate at WrestleMania alone. That's not including, like, merch and fucking all the meet and greets and access and all that other shit too. Like, honestly, they probably made like $50 million from WrestleMania. That's that's insane. If you think about it, right? So the way they make money and the way UFC makes money are, you know, completely different. Also, wouldn't they inherit the fucking Fox contract? What UFC would inherit the Fox contract? No, no, no. The Endeavor group. Yeah, because Fox yeah, paid I mean, WWE yeah. what a billion dollars for five years. Yeah, they, yeah, they would, they would so, uh, inherit it until the it's gonna be up to what like, next year. So there's some of the money right there, like TV contracts that, you know, I I don't know what UFC's TV contracts are like, but WWE's TV contracts are pretty fucking big. So 
I think they'll get their money back quicker, you know, than people think they will. So maybe they won't have to go to the to that uh that way of doing pay-per-views, but who the fuck knows? I'm not a billionaire. You know the you know the crazy thing about it? You said with 9.3 billion WWE only essentially sold half the company too. They still have 49%. Yep. That's crazy. And you said you wasn't concerned on the creative side of things. I am a little bit concerned. Not that Endeavor is going to poke their nose into creative. I'm concerned. I they were they let Vince keep on to all his power. Basically, keep on all his power. He just snuck through the back door. I shouldn't say I'm not concerned with it. I'm less concerned with that than I am uh, me having to pay more money. And you'll say, well, "Well, Vince fucking sucks at booking." Look. Triple H just took over a year ago, man. We've been watching WWE for fucking 30 years. Like, he can't be that bad. He ain't the best. There's stupid shit that he does. But, I mean, if you look over the history of time, all the fucking big moments that have happened in wrestling, including the bloodline, including Cody coming back last year, were under Vince's watch. So you got to take the good with the bad when you talk about Vince. You can't just... And I'm not even talking about his off-the-field issues. You can't just take the shitty booking and be like, Vince is trash at booking. Oh, really? Tell me about Kofi Mania. How good that fucking go? Tell me about Becky Lynch. That's just in a couple years. Daniel Bryan. He just, all of those, he just let happen. It's not like he planted himself. It just happened under his watch. You know that. Okay, but how many times has, how many times has something happened and they just ignored it also. Hell, look at Sami Zayn. That's, that's everybody, everybody wanted the belt on Sami Zayn. But I'm saying that's, they that's ignore stupid. things too. Sometimes they have to be there and say, nah, fuck that. And he was able to be like, you know what? This Kofi Mania thing might do a little something. This fucking Becky Lynch being the man thing, it might do a little something. They wanted to turn her heel. And the crowd was like, fuck that. And you got to go with the waves. And I, don't have me on here defending Vince McMahon. <laughs> but, no, no, no. <laughs> a, a couple weeks back you said you can't give Triple H props for all the good things that happen and then when something bad happens just blame Vince McMahon and I agree but now that we got more facts out like you could like string along what's happened basically since Triple H took over SummerSlam I feel like when Triple H took over that's probably the most power he had. And then a couple months later, that's when we start hearing, like, Vince saying, I shouldn't have sold the company. He started showing up. So, like, all the guys that Triple H brought in, where are they at now? They're trash, though. He bought it. Dexter. Was Dexter Loomis going to main event WrestleMania, EJ? No, but he could have a more significant role that he has now. Like, that, that's a cool character if you play it right. You could play up, like, some really, like, uh, serial killer type stuff if you did that character right. Chelsea Green. Eo Shirai, Dakota Kai. Who else did he bring back? Exactly. All these people he oh, brought back. He probably had a I'm, he probably had a better Right. Like, but hear me out. Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. Let's start naming some of the people we brought back. Braun uh, Strowman. Right. Uh Eo mm-hmm. Dakota. I, I said her. What's it's the shiniest wizard girl? Oh, uh, Tegan Knox. All right, put her over here. So we got Dexter Loomis. We got EO. We got Dakota Kai. 
We got Braun Strowman. We got Chelsea Bray Green. Wyatt. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Karen, we can put him on this side too. Karrion Karen Cross. All right. Karrion's over here. Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed's over here. And this is like a pseudo one because he was he never got fired, but he changed uh, L.A. Knight from that horrible male model, okay. maximum male model. Yeah. Shirt. All right. So of all the people you named, only two of them did not have a role in WrestleMania weekend. And technically, Karrion Cross did because he was in the fucking Battle Royal. Bronson Reed almost won the Battle Royal. Io Shirai had a match at WrestleMania on the main card. So did Dakota Kai. So did Chelsea Green. So did Braun Strowman. But Braun is super mid. You don't even like Braun. What I'm what I'm getting at though is the people that Triple H did bring back were mid, but he's still doing something with them as opposed to now that Vince is back, they're just thrown by the wayside. They were still on WrestleMania. I had to fill the card out. They're pretty much tell it to Bobby Lashley. Yeah, that's a travesty. But they're pretty much. I don't think. I think Triple H had more of a plan for him, and now he's being micromanaged. Vince just said it. <laughs> he's micromanaging him. I mean, poor Triple H. He just got a five million dollar bonus. Boo the fucking who. But I agree with you. Like Vince McMahon. All the bloodline stuff is basically Vince McMahon. Only thing Triple H did was really tweak the Sami Zayn thing. I, don't, I think that Sami Zayn story would have got cut off at one month, but that's all been Vince. But that's a that's a dangerous game you're playing, just having basically one storyline. Because what if Roman gets injured or if a big injury happens? Then you're just sitting around, looking around the room like Fresh Prince once the final episode of Fresh Prince happened. <laughs> the empty room. <laughs> Scare money don't make none. You got You're trying to build a fucking generational superstar which you have and honestly the motherfucker don't work enough to get hurt that's true but like I said I'll just hope Vince doesn't dip his toes too much back into the product we know he's not sitting at Gorilla every week but yeah, who likes to be micromanaged you don't like your boss standing behind you at your job you give me a 5 million dollar bonus you can micromanage the shit out of me you a fuck and then when you're not then you're not able to do your job at the full capacity. They're like, why you not doing your job right, Chris? You're fired. Give me that $5 million back. No, nah, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no take backs. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Ain't no take backs. That shit is and spent. This, this ain't a fully agreed contract. They fire you in two days in. I thought I was going to get that money. Nah, nah Triple H ain't right. on a fucking workers contract. He's on an executive contract. Um, Bronson Reed all of a sudden sassing guys back. Yeah, he was a little sassy last night with Lashley. I kind of liked it, though. That was the first time I've ever heard him talk. Yeah, you didn't even know he was uh, Australian. No, I didn't. <laughs> I thought he was fucking... I thought he was from Nebraska or some shit like that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, like I said, I hate being on here trying to defend Vince. Because, like, fuck Vince, right? But I don't think it's going to be as crazy as it... Now, last night's show sucked. And we don't know who was in charge of it. But I think last night's show sucking was more of a derivative from us expecting so much other shit to happen that normally happens on Raw after Mania, right? Like, in our Discord, you know, we're all like, who are the returns going to be? And it's just fucking Matt Riddle. Because normally, there's so many returns. Normally, there's so much news breaking. Last night, they just kind of fucking started more storylines and went along with other ones and just 
I don't know. I, you're going to have a letdown when you're expecting so much stuff to happen. That's a surprise. That's not, you know, people are getting mad about shit they're reading on the internet that's supposed to happen. Like, none of that's fucking promoted. You can't read somebody say, oh, you know, Randy Orton's coming back and he's going to help Cody Rhodes. And then when it doesn't happen, you get mad because Randy Orton didn't come back. Who the fuck told you Randy Orton was coming back? I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> Dave Meltzer. Um, yeah, I, that, even just yesterday's episode, they just, they had a report saying that morale in the backstage is down because Vince was around more. Who knows if that's true? You can see it. That with a grain of salt. You can see you can see it on Becky Lynch's face. You can see that weird angle with Seth Rollins. I don't know if you've seen the the Twitter uh, video of somebody that was there where they walked out and told Seth Rollins Seth Rollins that his uh, his segment was cut now because he he did that entrance. He's like, I don't want to talk about it back here. I want to go talk about it out there. Made the whole entrance. They went to commercial and when they came back. Another fucking match started, and it was like, what the hell is that about? Right thing. This is dangerous gameplay, having a predator dip his toes back in more and more. You think? How do you think the women feel about that? Yeah. Especially, you know, there's no guarantee that some of those women that are there now didn't get, like catch some strays, right, from him. And they probably were like comfortable, like finally this motherfucker's out of here. I can just work, and now that he's back, it's like, I'm hoping that's not the case. But like, it's like what eleven women or some shit like that. It was reported. Yeah, it's a lot. Not too yeah. far removed from like the company either. I don't know. We just got to see how it plays out. I always like to think positive, so I'm hoping they could just move on and keep business going as usual. Yeah. Without no no fuck shit coming out. All right. Well, let's go ahead and take a break. We come back. We'll talk about WrestleMania. Get to our power rankings, and then that'll that'll be the show this week. It won't be. Uh, we ain't gonna keep y'all here too long. It's boot to the face. Stay tuned. Yeah, Mr. Chaos. Boot to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hatin' on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast a one-hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Boot to the face, hook the leg, it's one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast will make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show Welcome back to Boots to the Face, Chris Rucker, EJ Reed here on Twitch.tv WrestleMania is over, EJ. Let's do this. Our power rankings this week. We're just going to do WrestleMania power rankings. Top five wrestlers coming out of WrestleMania night one and two. We'll do that at the end of the show. I'll give you a chance to get that together because I didn't tell you that beforehand. I just oh, said no, power that's rankings. all I got on my. That's all I got on my list anyway. I already made my list. Uh, we had a little contest, EJ. 
WrestleMania picks, you stomped my ass. I picked with my head and not my heart, or my heart and not my head, whatever. However, I picked wrong. Uh, You beat (laughs) me by three, so I owe you a T-shirt. So whatever wrestling T-shirt you want out there, I'll have to get it for you. Speaking of T-shirts, next week we will announce the winner of this year's WrestleMania T-shirt week. I have to take some time and go tabulate all the votes and shit like that up. Uh, again, I'm not going to reveal how I'm picking the winner because it can still be manipulated because everything is still out there. But I do have a foolproof way to fairly select the winner. And I will announce that on next week's show. And the winner will have one week to reach out to us and claim their prize. Or I'm going to pick somebody else. Because if you ain't listening, you ain't getting it. That seems fair, right? I mean, it's fair to me. If the only thing you got to do to win a Doink the Clown Ultimate Edition Mattel Creations collectible is listen to one episode of Boot to the Face and post a a picture in a wrestling t-shirt, I think that's fair. So next week we'll be announcing the winner of the WrestleMania t-shirt week giveaway. And uh, today we'll be doing power rankings and our WrestleMania reveals. So let's get into it, EJ. Uh, we can skip by some of the matches we don't give a shit about. about. Um, I won't spend a lot of time on Austin Theory versus John Cena. I would just say to me, it looked like Cena did not give a fuck about being there. I mean, he just that's why he's on first. Did the job, went back on his jet, whatever movie he's working on. But I mean, I feel like he just, he was just laying down the whole match. Like, he just literally got his ass kicked the whole match and then lost. He didn't even get a tan. Hulk Hogan would have never put him over. <laughs> hey, he did what he needed to do. But I still. Fuck Hulk Hogan. Yeah, fuck him. You, you still hadn't explained me, like, what's so great about Austin Theory. You, like, said some stuff last week, but I still don't know, like, what's the deal with this kid? I didn't say well, he was great. I said he was good at stuff. He's what athletic. He but what is he great at? Why does he got to be great? You could be great at at least one thing. Like, MJF is a great talker as far as young talent goes. Austin Theory's not MJF. Why should I care about Austin Theory, though? I'm not the president of the fucking Austin Theory fan club. I'm not going to sit up here and tell you the pros and cons of this motherfucker. I don't know. I'm just telling you I don't mind the guy. Nobody cares about him, and neither do I. Like he's got a cool finishing move. No, that finishing move is trash. You, you're tripping. It fucking knocked out John Cena. Laid his ass down for the three second ten. That's karma. That's karma for says. John Cena bearing everybody over the years. But I digress. I, yeah, like he's he's got a he's a in shape guy, but he's not like a physical presence like Bobby Lashley. He's not that good on the mic. He's good in the ring, but nothing like stands out that's mind blowing. He's just he's a, a guy. U.S. champion. He's like 25, 24 years old. Like, what are we supposed to? So Dominic and Dominic is way more entertaining. Than this kid Dominic ain't guy. a champion. He was. He was a tag team champion. Riding his daddy's coattails. Dominic if Dominic wouldn't have went to prison and got rehabilitated, he wouldn't be shit right now. The justice system well, that- works. Well, he found a way to get. That's Donald Trump. <laughs> Whoa, that's we'll save that for a different show. 
But hey, he's a WWE I, Hall of Famer. We can talk about Trump on here. That's true. See, look at the tie-in. We tie everything all together in this show. But like, I'm not all out on Austin Theory. Like, all it takes is one thing to get yourself over, and I'll be like, I was wrong. He, the kid got himself over. But right now, it's hella mid. All I know is, dude looks the part. He's decent at talking. The only move that he does I don't like is that little fucking somersault drop kick. Like, I think he needs to take that out of his arsenal. Got a hell of a clothesline, um, which he should because he's a little fucking powerhouse. I think he needs some more power moves as opposed to like trying to be cute and shit. But I don't know. I, I think the kids are good. I think he's. I'm not saying he's the next John Cena, or next superstar. I think he's good where he's at right now. I don't think he's a main eventer. I don't think he should have won Money in the Bank. But I don't think he's <laughs> trash. You you listen to all these things that he shouldn't have done. <laughs> You're like, I don't think he's this. I don't think he's that. Then no, I'm saying I don't think he's a main eventer. Like, everybody's projecting him to be in the main event. I don't think he's ready for that yet. But I'm not saying he can't do it in, in a couple years. I'm saying he's good where he's at right now. I don't have an issue with him. Mm, that's, that's fair enough. But I just got a feeling that they're going to try to send this kid to to the moon faster than he should be. He should stay there for a while, I think. But you got Roman at the top, so he might not have a choice to stay where he is for a while. Damage Control versus Becky Lita and uh, Trish. I was expecting a little bit more fireworks out of this one. A good match. Good ending. Um, Becky had to carry it for her squad, but I will say uh, Trish looked a lot better than she did the last time she was out there. Yeah, I was kind of looking down my phone, but for like two seconds. But then I looked up. It was a fine match. Uh, Trish did a little bit. I mean, I don't understand why uh, Trish and Lita and Becky won. Like, what does that do for damage control? Are they about to break them apart now? Yeah, I don't understand why they won either. But then again, it's Io Shirai who's not been billed as a great wrestler on WWE program on NXT. She was, it's Dakota Kai who never even won the NXT women's title. Never was even close to it really. And Bailey versus two WWE hall of famers and probably the best women's wrestler that they have right now. in Becky Lynch, like on paper, they shouldn't have fucking stood a chance. True. Where does Bailey go from here? Like you think it's time to revamp her. I like her heel, uh, character more than I did the huggy one but where do you even go from here with Bailey I think Bailey needs to disappear for like two or three months and then come back by herself maybe it's time for Bailey to try like a uh, a edgy babyface character hmm that got almost like an anti-hero yeah so far so far Becky is the only one that's been able to really pull it off like that Charlotte's trash are trying to do it. Oh, my God. I am so sick of it, bro. Charlotte just proved she's the best women's wrestler in the world. Blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. She's gone again, by the way. She's got the Brock Lesnar schedule now. She comes in around Royal Rumble, wins the title, defends it at WrestleMania, and then leaves again for five months. I'll give credit where credit's due. That was a banger of a match. Nobody ever really... Talks down on Charlotte's in-ring skills. I do. She's good. She's good in the ring. 
She's Austin Theory. It's disrespect. Yeah, to Austin Theory. Charlotte is good in the ring. And she proved it in that match. That Charlotte's good when she's in there with good people. Charlotte cannot be in there with... Look, Go look at that match with her and Shotzi. That's not the first so, time Charlotte's had a match like that. If Charlotte's not in the ring with the upper echelon of women's wrestlers, she doesn't pull people up. She plays to the level of her competition. You could say the same thing with Becky, kind of. Nah, I've seen Becky have good matches with people Charlotte definitely ain't had good matches with. The, the only Bret Hart's of that division, I say, is, well, she's not even there anymore. Sasha. And Bailey. I think Bailey's pretty underrated. I don't know. I've seen I've seen Becky have good matches with people that Charlotte hasn't had good matches with. Um, that was a good match. The last half of that match, though, was really good, I thought. I, f- I felt like it took a little while for them to to get their chemistry down. It was way better than I expected. I don't, you know, I do not like Charlotte. Rhea's okay, but... I was shitting on that match when Rhea picked Charlotte because I remember their match at WrestleMania a couple years ago was not that good. Um, but yeah, they, they killed it at the end. The last probably six, seven minutes of that match is really good. Um, Rhea hit the fucking riptide, riptide off the, the middle rope, which is weird because we just talked about the Becky and uh, all them, you know, the six-woman match. And every time you listen to a podcast with other wrestlers on it, they'll say stuff like, you got to be protective of how your match is ending. But Becky and Rhea basically had the same fucking ending of their match. Becky fucking rock bottom Bailey off the second rope and Rhea hit the riptide off the second rope. When did when did Becky do that to Bailey? To win the match at WrestleMania. Like earlier in the night. Oh, yeah. That's how they won. Know. People I guess people nitpicking then if they have a problem with one and not the other. No, I'm saying I'm saying like there was a a rumor like a year or so ago that the end in the Roman Reigns match was he had a table spot, but Nia Jax had a table spot and Roman like told them y'all can't do that because we're doing it at the end of the match at the end of the night. And like on Busted Open, you know, you'll hear Mark Henry and Bully Ray talk about it all the time too, like big moves in the match like if I'm in the main event or close to the end of the card, you're not going to do the same fucking thing I'm doing in my match, especially to end the match. I don't know. To me, that was, that was a little weird. I guess nobody, I haven't heard anybody talk about it. I literally just thought about it, but I thought that was a little weird for both women's matches on Saturday to basically end the same way. Mm, that but is a little weird. It doesn't matter because nobody's talked about it and it's Tuesday. I'm the first motherfucker to bring yeah. it up. I thought, for some reason, I thought you were alluding that some people were complaining about it. No, no, no. I, I was saying actual wrestlers that I hear doing podcasts and shit, like, to them, that's a big no-no. Like, you're not going to end your match the same way I'm ending mine. Um, but, yeah, Rhea, Rhea and Charlotte, they, you know, they did the damn thing. I was glad Rhea won. I could have did without yeah. all the fucking hair dye running down her forehead, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, Where does Rhea go from here now? They tease her and Bianca on Monday, but... Uh, interesting. Is she going to SmackDown? Like, what happens with the Judgment Day? I guess we'll have to find out on Friday. That's how they keep you hooked. 
We had Seth Rollins taking on Logan Paul. Um, we all knew this match was going to be good. Logan Paul is just such a, like, cocksucker. <laughs> but he's funny, right? Like, he comes out on the zip line with a microphone, like, talking shit to people. <laughs> like, I got a zip line for my birthday. <laughs> That's hilarious. What do, you, what do you think about people saying that was in bad taste? Why would it be in bad taste? Because over the edge, Owen Hart. I don't think they're the same thing. I feel like it's more like Shawn Michaels. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. That was more of a Shawn Michaels entrance. Like, it was, Owen Hart was doing the Sting entrance where you just jump straight down into the ring. I don't think that has, that's stupid as fuck to try to, people are dumb. They had nothing, that wasn't even close to being the Owen Hart entrance. Owen Hart never ziplined to the ring. Yeah. And I feel like, Logan Paul wasn't even that high up. Like, like they got zip lines in Vegas that are higher than that. I'm going to do that next time when I go. It's fun. Yeah. It's on Fremont. Yeah, I went that's like my favorite place. Ago. I went like 10 oh, years ago on the zip lines. Fremont's way different than when you went there, EJ. No, I'm talking about I did the zip lines. I just went to Fremont like last year. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I'm still a strip guy. But... I digress. Yeah, the the match was fine though. How you feel about people? People were like nitpicking at it. They're like, "Oh, why did he still jump off the top rope when he saw his friend there?" If you're paying attention, he wasn't he looking. The, he spit the ward up in the air and then he jumped before looking. People so just, ah, I hate people. I feel like that's the thing too. Like people that are nitpicking it weren't even paying attention to like how good he did that. He purposely. Looked away when his buddy got in, and he didn't really look back again until he was already in the air. Like I watched the whole fucking thing unfold, and I thought to myself, "Damn, that's fucking that's a veteran move right there." Like he made that look real, and for people to be complaining about it and then not even see <laughs> that he did exactly what he was supposed to, people are just stupid. It was a fine match, though. I mean, Seth got his win as he should have by Mania. Um. They brought the dude KSI out. People talking about, I thought that was uh, R-Truth. I kind of felt some type of way about that. <laughs> that you thought it was R-Truth? Yeah, people are on, on, on everybody on Twitter is like, is that R-Truth? I a, mean, when you can barely see his face and he had like little braids hanging out and it was a black dude like in the WWE. I don't know who the fuck KSI is. To me, he looked more like R Truth than whoever KSI is. <laughs> and then uh, somebody says that Pope. Somebody said, it, "Is that Pope?" Or, you know, uh, what's his oh name? Oh my god! Now you're just being racist. Exactly. Like, why would that be Pope? The Black Pope. But yeah, it was like, I give that a, a three out of five. No, three and a half. That was a good match. Yeah. I was glad Seth won. Um, a match that had no business being as good as it was. The tag team showcase match. Uh, I missed. No, I didn't miss. I'm sorry. My buddy Joey Stillman. He was like, when Dawkins hit Strowman, <laughs> Joey did the little thing. He was like, oh, and like walked away the other way. Completely missed Ricochet right after that. And I was like. You gotta pay attention to the replay. Look, look at what Ricochet did. That camera view on Ricochet's move right after was dope. How they were underneath him and he just went up and did it. 
Um, but Dawkins taking out Strowman was that was like the most unexpected thing that happened on Saturday, and he he cleaned that boy's clot. He had Strowman like he stole something from him, and I was all for it. Yeah. Um, and then and then you got Strowman coming off the top rope. I thought he didn't like flippy dippy stuff. <laughs> That's my boy Braun. I'm coming around on him now. Braun and Ricochet yeah. tag champs 2023. Mess around. That probably will happen if they uh, split the belts up. I like the end. And I like the finish of this match. Dawkins hitting the uh, reverse and then. Tez jumping off from frog splashing while he was on his knees and then the roll up like it all happened like bang 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 like it was all smart ring awareness from both of them how they won that match so I liked that a lot uh, that match was really good only people that stood out to me in a negative way in it were the war raiders like they, I feel like they didn't belong there yeah but you know they didn't do anything that was bad they just were just there yeah exactly everybody else was like making moments and they were just kind of like they posed for a picture in front of fucking Valhalla whatever they're calling her now how about uh Gable suplex and Brian when he did that I was like I was like that boy's strong <laughs> Gable man he's like he stepped his game up over the past couple of years He's pretty funny on the mic, and he can go. I hope they give him like a mid card uh, mid card title run. The Battle of the Mysterios. Who stole the show, Dominic's entrance or Aaliyah climbing over the top of that barricade? Mm. I'm gonna go with Aaliyah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah, it was. It was like we already talked about it. It was dope entrances, and we had Ray and a low rider. The match was fine. It did what it needed to do. It set up uh, Bad Bunny in Puerto Rico next month. I forgot all about Bad Bunny helping Ray Mysterio win. Yeah, he stole the chain from Don. Like, this ain't your business, Bad Bunny. Sit your ass back down <laughs> at the Spanish Grandma commentary. Grandma gave me that chain. <laughs> yeah. Grandma gave me the chain. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah. Uh, I like how they're coming back full circle with the Damian Priest and Bad, Bad Bunny. Bunny. Used to be, yeah. yeah, they used to be teammates. And that was that now, was pretty good last night. And then Damian Priest tried to kill him. <laughs> he said, "Imagine what I'd done if I didn't like you." Like, jeez, a lot apparently. Um, but yeah, Dominic, Dominic and Ray, and they had a good match. Um, I feel like on Saturday night, at least in the party we were at. I was drunk, obviously, but I feel like that was the match we were all the most invested in. Like people that watched that were there, we just like somebody pointed out, like why is Ray wearing a belt? <laughs> Next thing you know, he's ripping that shit off, whooping Dominic's ass with it, and I was just like, this is so perfect. Whoever booked that match, and Dominic just plays such a good little piece of shit. I got flashbacks when when my dad used to whoop my ass. <laughs> Did I tell you to get in that tub? <laughs> get my ass whipped. You just gave me PTSD ass. just then. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like that too. Uh, so yeah, Ray, I didn't expect Ray to get the win, but... Yeah, we both picked Dominic. Confirm with the reports have been out that he's going to keep doing it for a couple more years. Oh, I don't know. 
couple more years. He said he wanted to do it till he's 50. What, he's like 48? Man, if he can do it, man, get your money, man. I'm not mad at it. Um, The most disappointing match of the entire weekend for me, the most disappointing finish, the Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. <sighs> Ray said, move what? your hand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was. You keep your hand there longer, you're gonna get an even worse whooping. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I like the match, man. I told you what was gonna happen. I ain't say I didn't like the match. I just didn't like the ending. I like the ending too. I ain't like they made my boy Jay look like a sucker at the end. Just got his ass kicked by Sami Zayn. I didn't like the fact that Sami Zayn and KO kicked out of every fucking finishing move the Usos had. And then one little, well, three Huluva kicks, and he loses. You know, when it comes to the WrestleMania stage, people turn into superhumans somehow. That's kick bullshit. out of everything. I was so mad. Like, if you'd have been at that party, you'd have saw me just, like, dejected. At one point, I turned on I turned on Joey. <laughs> you turned on Joey? <laughs> yeah. I was mad at Joey because he was cheering fucking Sam Sanicale. This man invited you to his home. Right, in his house. And you get mad at him. I'm like, man, get your ass out of here, man. In his house, I'm talking shit. (laughs) It was a good time, though. Night one was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think night one was better than night two. I feel like it's been like that two years in a row now. They they even threw in the impromptu match with Pac McAfee, which I didn't understand. But whatever. Um... Night two, we started out with Brock and Omos. Uh, I don't really. We both picked Brock. I'm surprised I picked Brock. Um, I really thought Omos was gonna win, but it wasn't anything. This what this match wasn't anything to write home about. Uh, Omos whooped his ass the whole match, and then out of nowhere, Brock like literally couldn't pick him up for the F five like 13 seconds earlier, and then just picks him up and F fives him and pins him. How the second win? Thirteen seconds later. Yeah, sometimes you know when you're at the gym where you just gotta take a little rest and then you get that final rep in. That's how it was. Yeah, I guess. But but did you expect almost to go over clean, or you thought it was like shenanigans? How almost was gonna win? I just thought he was gonna win. Um, obviously, what happened last night with Brock and Cody, it didn't make any sense for Brock to lose. So. Uh, I don't know. I just whatever. That that match was whatever anyway, right? Like, yeah, it was what it was. It, it was just a spot for Brock the F five almost. That's definitely a Vince match. Did you did you see what Brock said that up yesterday or the other day? About he said it wasn't his idea to do almost. He wanted to face Gunter. Wow. Gunther was busy. Uh, <laughs> real busy. We had Ronda and Shayna win the uh, the women's showcase match. And honestly, I was. I wasn't really paying attention to this. I don't. I like Liv Morgan. Um, I don't really care for her partner. I don't like Sonya Deville. I don't really care for Natty. Uh, don't really care for Chelsea Green. Don't really care for Shotzi. 
used to like Ronda. Don't really care for Shayna. So this match was just kind of there. And I looked up and Ronda and Shayna were standing up with their hands raised. My buddy Nate Nate brought over some barbecue from uh, Williamson Brothers. So I think I was eating ribs when this was on. Eating ribs. Um, it was basically a match just to get everybody on the card. I don't understand why they had Ronda on it if she's still hurt, though. Like, just to say that she was at WrestleMania? Odd. Odd to me. Did yeah. you even see what happened at the end of it? I no. She got tagged in and just put the armbar on it. That's the only move she did. <laughs> Trash. Um, so she, she's hurt, clearly, but whatever. I was disappointed in the ending of the Hell in a Cell match. Not the ending, but the fin- the winner. I really wanted Finn to win. Uh, for all we know, he could have been booked to win, but because he had a fucking gash as long as my arm going over his head. So, this was another one that, you know, I was drinking and it's a party going on, so you're not really paying attention to every little detail. I looked up at one point and I was like, why is there blood in the ring? My buddy Nate was like, because Finn Balor was bleeding and they, they literally stopped the match. They stopped the match and put staples in his head during the match? That's what they say. That's fucking wild. And I, I take back what I said on Twitter immediately. You know, I'm like, I said it was weak that they stopped the match. I'm like, John Moxley over somewhere laughing right now. Mm. But nah, you said he gashed. His head was like split open. I didn't know it was that bad. But yeah, they, apparently they put staples in during the match. How long did the match so, go after uh, after they did that? Was it like over within a couple minutes? Mm-mm. They went a good bit after that. Damn. So hats off to Finn Balor for powering through that. It's a tough motherfucker. Yeah. Probably because he didn't see it. Because if I would have saw it, I'd have been like, "Oh no, stop the match. <laughs> yeah, I'm not probably, fighting yeah, anymore." He, he got he had that adrenaline kick in, so he probably didn't feel it till <laughs> as soon as he hit backstage. He's like, what the fuck? It is merely a flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> flesh wound, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he asked the doctor like, "How bad is?" They was like. Like, uh, be like, don't worry about it. We we gonna <laughs> stop the bleeding, and all of a sudden he hears a staple gun. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> you didn't don't see worry him about last it. Last night on Raw, so he's gonna yeah, be out he's, for a while. Probably ain't gonna see him for a while. He probably can't even fly yet. Nope. That was the, the you can see his fucking skull almost. I don't understand why they did that. Why why did they throw a a ladder at him like that? Like, what good could come out of that? I mean, you put your hands up. It just seems like an unnecessary risk, and look what happened. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure they're second guessing the shit out of it now <laughs> on Tuesday. <laughs> but at the time, it seemed like a good idea. Yeah, it seemed like a good idea until it wasn't. Right. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, where do you go with with Edge? Is he gonna retire soon? Like, I think God, the I plan was so. probably to have him win the whole time. I hope he retires soon. Um, Gunther Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. This is a, this is a match, and I love the ending. I like Gunther, man. It hurt, it hurts my chest t- even talking about this match. <laughs> That's what the women at the uh, party were saying. They were like, "Oh my god!" They were they were worried for Sheamus because he's so white. They were like, "His chest is gonna be so red." <laughs> like yeah it is um i love the finish i love the ending you know i made everybody stand up and 
do the fucking imperial stance when Guthin was walking out. So that was a that was a funny moment from the party. Ew. Those guys beat the ever living shit out of each other, and I was all for it. I feel like this straight up match. I feel like that probably was my match of the night. But overall, of course, the main event put the cake with the storyline that they were telling. But yeah, yeah man, Why, don't take the belt off Gunther. Just have him break the Hunky Tonk Man's record. Hunky Tonk Man's trash. Like he doesn't deserve that record. Um. I thought the best women's match of the weekend, Oscar versus Bianca. I thought this match was really good. You think so? I, I, I'd like this Rhea one a little bit better, but this match was good. Yeah, I thought I thought this match was really good. I liked the ending of it. Um, I love Bianca ducking the mist. I just like this match a lot. I like both of the women. I honestly thought for a while, I never thought Charlotte was going to win. But I thought Oscar was going to win this match at certain points in it. That's how you know it's a good match when you don't know who's going to go over. Yeah. Plus, Bianca had probably like the dopest entrance besides Dom. Yeah. Um, a really good match. Hopefully, hopefully they wrestle together again. And you know, your girl Bianca in the post-match press conference reiterated what we talked about during the pre-show that. She's undefeated at WrestleMania. She she literally said, I can be Mrs. WrestleMania, which is what we talked about on here. And then she said, I could be doing the new streak, which, again, is what we talked about on here. So I ain't saying she's listening to Boots to the Face, but goddamn it, somebody heard it. They listening, dog. They listening. But I don't mind her being Miss, Mrs. WrestleMania. I mean, that was Shawn Michaels' title, and he lost a bunch at WrestleMania. <laughs> The streak, that's getting into a different territory, yo. I don't mind I, her, like, naming her that's herself that and having big WrestleMania moments like that. What I'm afraid of is, like, after WrestleMania, like, where do they go with her from here? I mean, so... She's starting Becky to, like, Lynch. Enter, yeah, she's starting to enter into, like, Super Cena-type area. As far as WrestleMania performances go, though... I think she can call herself Mrs. WrestleMania. She's she hasn't had a bad match yet. Now she's wrestled Sasha, Becky, and and Oscar at WrestleMania, but like Becky had a shitty match with Shayna. Um, Sasha's had a bad match or two at WrestleMania. Charlotte's had a bad match. Oh, we just talked about Charlotte. I said yeah, Charlotte and Rhea had a bad match against each other at WrestleMania. Bailey, for the most part, I don't even think Bailey's had a one on one match. It's always like a a multi-person match. So as far as the women go, fucking Bianca don't miss when it comes to WrestleMania performances. So yeah, misses WrestleMania. I mean, I like the fact that when it comes to WrestleMania, she shows up and shows out, but all the other stuff outside of WrestleMania kind of like jumbling together now, which I, I kind of don't like. Like what, what other Bianca matches have been memorable outside of WrestleMania stuff lately. I was just good at SummerSlam against Becky. Was she? Was it, which one? Did she face Becky this past WrestleMania, uh, SummerSlam? Yeah, in Nashville. Yeah, she did. Yeah, that was good. We were there. Yep. That was a really was, good match. I was about to say, not the one where she got manhandle slam in two seconds. No, no, no. It was a SummerSlam. <laughs> that was a SummerSlam before that. Um, yeah. Now we get to the main event. 
Roman Reigns versus Cody. And I haven't went back and watched this match yet, but I did watch this match. Like of all the matches this weekend, like I was, I stopped talking shit. I concentrated on what was happening and I watched this match and I thought they did a really good job. I was afraid that Cody's moveset wouldn't match up to Roman, but it wasn't awful. Um, it, they're just good. You know, Cody's the guy. That's my, I like Cody. I didn't want him to win, but I like Cody. And he fucking proved that he belongs on the big stage. AEW wasn't big enough for him. He got his chance at WrestleMania and he proved his worth. Yeah, he fucking killed it. It was a great match though. And like, it took them a little bit to get going. But once they got going, man, they told a compelling story in the ring. I mean, I'm not here for all the interference for a a match of main event wrestle. I mean, but we say that, right? But like, look at all the interference in the Attitude Era main events of WrestleMania. So like, it does happen. Um, but I just thought it was a bit much. I could have did without the Usos and KO them out there. If it just would have been solo, it would have. I guess it wouldn't have been as much of a clusterfuck. But I did think that. KO hitting a stunner and uh, Zayn hitting a halluva kick on Roman, making everybody think, oh, shit, they're about to cost Roman the title. Like, I thought that was a really good false finish. Um, Roman's just so good at everything. Like, even his kickouts makes you think that he ain't kicking out. And you're like, fuck, he's about to look at it. At the- One thing I hate is when people are looking at the referee, when the referee's counting, so they know when to kick out. Roman doesn't do that. I don't know how he can hear what's going on with 80,000 people being loud as hell or if he just got a feel for it. But I hate it when people are just staring at the fucking referee before they kick out. Roman makes you think, I'm I'm, I'm knocked the fuck out, man. I'm, about, I'm just going to lay down. He's a natural, man. I thought it was a great but- match. Um, I love the visual at the end of Cody sitting there and Roman in the aisleway celebrating. Uh, obviously a big storyline took place the night after with Brock and Cody. Um, I don't know. I, ain't much more I can say about the main event. Loved it. Are we not going to address the elephant in the room with Twitter going into a fit after Roman won? I don't give a fuck. Well, <laughs> I mean, what's there to say? Bunch of fucking babies. I, I didn't like the Usos that. winning. You didn't see me crying on Twitter all fucking night. I was crying at the party. <laughs> I like drinking the tears of internet marks. Like, this will be the last time you hear me rant on this, but why did why did Cody deserve to win? I haven't heard a good argument yet. He won the Royal Rumble. Co- and? Oh, I... You already know I'm team Cody didn't wasn't supposed to win, and I like Cody. I'm just trying to get you to play yeah. devil's advocate. I mean, all right. He was undefeated since he came back. He was big time over. If they wanted to make a huge baby face, like Sunday night was the night to do it, they could have missed their lightning in the bottle. All this fucking, oh, we can do it later. We can do it just as big somewhere else. Ain't nothing bigger than WrestleMania. Ain't nothing bigger than the main event of WrestleMania. Ain't nothing bigger than Cody beating Roman and stopping his fucking reign of terror 
at WrestleMania. This was never Cody's story to tell. What if what if Cody decided, oh, I will stay in AEW? They had this storyline booked out for the past two and a half years. They're staying on the track. They should just have a knee-jerk reaction just because Cody came back. Also missed six months, and they should just go off the beaten path just because he's been getting a good reaction. No, these people get paid to write this stuff, and they see the metrics. They see what Roman bringing in, and they're not going to go off the storyline script just because a couple fans on the internet wanted to get a feel-good moment. There's was more than a couple, EJ. Okay, a couple... A couple hundred thousand. <laughs> thousand. <laughs> a couple hundred thousand. That whole fucking stadium was booing Roman Reigns. When's the last time that happened? Roman doesn't get booed. He got booed against Cody. Cody wins. Then what? I don't fucking know. I'm just I'm playing devil's advocate like you wanted me to. I didn't want Cody to win. <laughs> exactly. This had exactly. nothing to do with Cody. And, it's supposed to be Roman versus The Rock. Cody wasn't even supposed to be there. Exactly. And Bro, and The Rock would not have beaten Roman, so they are just sticking to the path. They just substituted Cody for Roman, and they're sticking to the path of what they already had written up. And they shouldn't go off that path. And like you said, you said, I don't know. That's exactly how, a fa- if I asked a fan on Twitter <laughs> why he'd be exactly the response that he would give. I don't know. Because what has Cody, Cody's been giving everything since he came back into the company. Yeah. He beat Seth three times. Then he leaves for six months. He comes in at number 30. Number 30. He didn't even have to work hard to win in Royal Rumble. He came in at number 30. Everybody else was tired. And then he beats Roman at at the WrestleMania. What sense does that make? Because you know exactly what happened. Once he beats Roman, y'all will be booing him a month later once he beats everybody. So shut up. If Cody would have won, that would have created a humongous WrestleMania moment. The pop would have been so big, right? But like you said, then what? There's no story. To, like, Cody has no story with anybody, really. He's got one now with Brock, right? But he doesn't have a story with anybody. Roman's got a story with multiple people. He sent his cousins home after Paul Heyman lied to him. There's the whole solo thing. Now Brock is involved. Cody's still involved. Sammy and KO are still there. Roman's tied to so much stuff. Cody's just tied to Cody. Exactly. And exactly what I just said happened. After a month, you start hearing dual chance of let's go Cody. Cody sucks. The same I mean, fans that said he should win the belt will be the same fans that are booing him. So I don't want to hear anything from people with Twitter fingers. I know it was only one match in one night, but look at Sami Zayn and KO. I feel like they were way more over going into WrestleMania than they were on Monday Night Raw last night. Exactly. You just made my point. You would have gave Sammy the belt? What would happen after that? He, he got two belts, and look what happened. Nobody gives a fuck really anymore. The pop was, Now, people are going to say, oh, it was WrestleMania. They had been there for four days straight, blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck. You've been waiting on this guy to beat the Usos for the longest, and you're not going to stand up and cheer because you're tired? Exactly. You don't... Do your booking just to chase the that big pop WrestleMania moment. You gotta look in the grand scheme of things. Like like you said, there's so many more stories they could be told with this bloodline. Like you said, uh, the Usos just lost the belt and Roman still has his. You don't think they're gonna melt this 
And I didn't see on Raw because I was I stepped out the room. What what did uh Paul Heyman say to the Usos when they were leaving? He went. They went to come in the room with Roman, and he lied. He said, "Oh, Roman and Solo went outside to talk about strategy for the tag team match." But you know the whole jet and sushi and seafood thing. He's like, "Y'all just go there and wait." But the camera stayed around. So when the door opened, Paul walked in and said, "I got rid of him, my tribal chief." <laughs> and then the door closed. And then later on, Roman was like, "Did you send the twins home?" And he's like, "Yeah, I took care of it." So oh, Roman see? basically like. They don't need. They ain't got titles no more. They're not important. I'm gonna use their brother now, which I think is gonna be a big fucking thing. Like, you gonna use our brother? Like, like we don't fucking matter. Exactly why Cody shouldn't have won. And people have been giving a, uh, you know, they've been giving narratives of, ah, uh, what if he's not as over as uh, he is in a couple months? Well, that's Cody's fault. That's his job to stay relevant and keep himself hot. If he gets the fast turn on him in a couple months, that's his own fault. He just would have had him turn on him with the fucking belt. Exactly. That's his <laughs> own fault. So, I don't want to hear that either. And uh, you know what would be even bigger pop? If Cody has some adversity to climb over, like Brock Lesnar beating the shit out of him on Monday. Brock, Brock beat the dog shit out of that boy last night. It was uncomfortable. Did he? Brock is one of the motherfuckers like, at one point last night, all he did was walk back out from backstage and the crowd just got like, you could hear a nervous like hush come over the crowd and you looked up and Brock was walking back down there. I was like, that motherfucker is so like intense looking. People throw all fucking wrestling is fake out the window when Brock is out there. (laughs) He's going to kill somebody. We, we've seen it. him beat the shit out of people in real life. Uh, yeah. yeah, like, see, I'm compelled to see what happens with Cody and Brock. And I uh, don't, they wouldn't have did this if he would have won the belt, I don't think. <sighs> Cody versus Roman was one thing. I don't see Cody fighting Brock and being, like, he's not Daniel Bryan where he's, like, technically gifted. He's not AJ Styles where he can, like, jump around and all that shit being smaller than Brock. And he's not Roman where Roman can just, like, he can't overpower Brock, but his power fucks Brock up, right? Um, But you know where he is closer to? A a Seth who beat him twice? Right, but he's not as athletic as Seth is. Cody's, for, for for a guy Cody's size, he's not as athletic as as people his size normally are. True, but when Seth faced uh, Brock, he wasn't like doing flippy dippy stuff. Sure, well he was jumping around like outrunning him. He wasn't overpowering him. That was five years ago. So I had to go back and look at. Yeah, it. he's fucking but... flipping around and jumping off of shit like Cody can't do all that. Cody's just gonna fucking. You think Brock's gonna stand there while Cody jabs him with his left hand and fucking does the little dusty flip flop and fly elbow? Brock ain't selling that shit. What about? I know he's not technical, like angle, but they got not similar bills, but you know, angle's not like a flippy guy. But he's yeah, not. But huge. angle was a fucking like wrestler. Cody's not a wrestler like Kurt was. Angle can fucking throw you around. Cody doesn't. That's not in Cody's repertoire. I think they'll they'll make it work somehow, or Brock wouldn't agree to do it. I was skeptical on Cody versus Roman, but mind you, and I'm here like giving all the praise to him. So if they prove me wrong, more fucking power to him. But just 
as I see it right now, I don't see this being an even fucking. I don't see it being a good match at all. It's gonna happen. At, it seems like it's gonna happen at Backlash, so that's less than a month. If Brock is gonna, by then, Brock's gonna fly out to Puerto Rico, take Sable out there with him, have a pineapple drink, maybe roll around the sack with Sable a little bit, and then start back over to South Dakota. Let's go ahead and do these power rankings and get up out of here, EJ. Let's get it. My number five. We hadn't even talked about his match. Mm. Snoop Deal Double G. (laughs) Made my fucking power rankings with the weakest running of the ropes and people's elbow you will ever see in your life. But for him to take shame blowing his quad out and to react and improvise the way he did every time he, he was out at WrestleMania like four or five times over the weekend. And every time he was out there, he was captivating as hell. Um, he needs to let those braids go. Cause when you're dre- when your cornrows start like halfway up your head, like it's time to just shave them off. But got I got Wonder Snoop. Syndrome. I got the dog father as my number five. <laughs> like father, like son. Roll Shane McMahon out there for no reason, just from the Taylor's quad. I don't know the Tragic. difference between Cora Jade and uh, Sky Blue. No, <laughs> it's another chicken NXT that's got tattoos and shit. I have no clue. Cora Jade and there's another is it, one. Is it the girl uh, running around with uh, Diamond Mine? I can't remember her name. I don't know. Anyway, one not, of them not, two not, just. Not, not Ooh. now, uh, the other girl, the dark hair girl running around with the Nile girl. I can't remember. I want to think this is Cora Jade I'm looking at. Tatum Paxley. Know. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't that's know the exact- difference between Tatum Paxley and Cora Jade. I do. Yeah, that's the girl. This is Diamond Mine girl, Tatum Paxley. But either way, one of them just made a big impact. Um, Joy Stillman says Cody was a Georgia high school state champ, but with a healthy neck. Yeah, but Okay. Yes, he wrestled in high school. Nobody gives a fuck about that because he doesn't do amateur shit. It's not a part of his wrestling persona on TV. Like, Cody never does German suplexes and fucking, you know, shit like Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable and all them. Like, he doesn't do stuff like that. So, yeah, he was a fucking high school wrestling champ, but that was fucking 20 years ago. Yeah, he definitely didn't, like, bring that style over to the right. struggles. He's a sports entertainer. He's not an amateur wrestler turned pro wrestler. Sports entertainer. Uh, my number five is Miss Bianca Belair. That's kind of low. Like you, said, like you said, she had a hell of a match against Oscar. I'm hoping that they're going to throw her into something compelling after Mania. We should, I think she needs to lose the belt, actually. Give her something, a, a hurdle to climb. I don't know who they would put it on. Maybe this is how you revamp Bailey. Have Bailey taken in a slimy way. But that's my number five. My number four is your new SmackDown's women champion, Rhea Ripley, with the match of her life against Charlotte. Yeah, I'm all for her title reign. I'm curious to see how they work her title reign in with the rest of Judgment Day. 
what you got? Who you got at number four? My number four is the only loser on here, and the person that beat my number four isn't even on my list. My number four is Dominic. I thought Dominic was good this weekend, including Monday Night Raw. Um, WrestleMania again. Fucking intro was solid. His match was actually good with his dad. Um, him losing was good. Just being a just the overall chicken shit. <laughs> just the guy sold me this week. I don't want to hear anybody out there put any disrespect on ex con Dom's name ever again. Right. My man went to the big house. Uh my number three, Bianca Belair. I actually wanted to put her at number two, but beating Asuka as opposed to who number two beat, I think is a smaller deal, even though the match was better. So Bianca's my number three, Mrs. WrestleMania. I like it. I like it. My number three, you might not like this pick, but I have KO and Sammy. They finally got the WrestleMania moment, so I don't have to hear you internet fans crying about them not having a WrestleMania moment again. And they got their WrestleMania moment without having to have the the world title belt involved with it. Good match against the Usos the first time that the tag team belts was main evented WrestleMania, so you got to check that box as well. KO main event two years in a row. Yeah, don't call, so I don't want to hear anybody saying that KO never got a chance. Sammy did this shit during Ramadan too. That boy ain't eating. I don't know how long. Oh wow! So he wrestled. Up. He went out there and wrestled hungry. Yeah. Uh, my number two, I got the Ring General Gunther had a banger. Like you said, at like the end of that match, power bomb on the on Drew's back, and then power bomb Drew. That was fire. And I didn't even I have said, Gunther on my list. Oh yeah, I that's have, crazy. Yeah, I was probably like my favorite match uh, for the night. My number two, Rhea Ripley. My number one, he the one. Got to acknowledge him. Cody's a two. That's you know when my, when when they ask you why would Cody lose? Because Cody's a two, and Roman's the one. That's simple. The fucking T-shirt says. It. Roman Reigns, the best overall total package professional wrestler on God's green earth is Roman Reigns. I mean, I don't need to, I don't need to add on to that. That's my number one as well. <laughs> not Omega, not Osprey, not Rollins. Who else? Not Hangman, not MJF. Roman Reigns. Mm. Not Okada. Not Ibushi. Roman Reigns. Overall, professional wrestler. Walk it like you talk it. Go on the mic. Go in the ring. Can do storytelling. Can wrestle a big man. Can wrestle a little man. Can be a heel, can be a chicken shit heel, can be a powerhouse heel, can beat you fair and square, can have the best fucking storyline going in wrestling, Roman Reigns. He checks every fucking box. I want to I argue against it, but I don't think we have enough time. 
You, you ain't got we'll, enough points to argue against it. We'll we'll go with that. I really don't have any points. To argue you just name somebody you think is better than Roman overall. Just name somebody. I, I want to hear it. I can't name like overall, but you know, I'm a big promo guy, and he does have Paul do a lot of the heavy lifting. He's good on the mic. But is the upper echelon on the mic. You know, when you're good at something, you don't have to do it all the time. You got to make people pay to do it for you to do it. And I'm just nitpicking. I would, I would like to see him and The Rock go back and forth on the mic. That'd be fun. I think Rock might embarrass him, but I think Rock's past his prime on the mic. We saw that with fucking Cena and CM Punk ten years ago. Rock's still doing all that fucking nursery rhyme shit. And we don't talk about. Rock writing those notes on his hand. Yeah, and that's my guy. That's like my second favorite wrestler of all time. But Rock's promos need to stay in the '90s and early 2000s. Like they they don't go here. Joey Stillman says Roman does his. That's that's true too. He does do a lot of mic work while he's wrestling. Who else talks shit to you when they beating your ass the way Roman does? That is good. Elevates other talent. He can beat you and get you over it as opposed to just beating you. Look at Jay Uso. Main event Jay. I'm sorry. I mean, I know people don't want to hear that. People don't want to say it. People don't want to admit to it because they still got all this hate in their heart for Roman from all these years ago. Well, what, what about the yabba dabba do or whatever the fuck is suffering succotash? Okay, <laughs> whatever. You know, the guy was doing what he was told to do. What about now? Right now, as we sit here, April 4th or 5th, whatever date, April 4th, 2023, the year of our Lord, Roman Reigns is the greatest professional wrestler with two feet walking on this planet. Ain't nobody going to tell me different. Also, he's box office. I don't see fucking MJF and Omega getting 80,000 people in the stadium to see him fight. We're not going to pit these two companies against each other. I don't see Seth Rollins getting 80,000 people in there to see him fight. Or Becky Lynch. I see Roman Reigns doing it. But to play devil's advocate, they did sell out when they thought it was still going to be Roman and Rock. Sold out last year, too, when it was Roman and Brock. And the year before that, when it was Roman and Edge. And, well, they didn't sell out the year before that. They only allowed 40,000 in there because of COVID. WrestleMania is always going to sell, but Roman's the guy right now. There's no arguing it. Oh, okay. Uh, so the chick I was asking about, that was uh, Cora Jade, because now Tatum Paxley's on TV. and she, Her hood says Paxley on it, so that's how I know it's her. I thought you liked NXT women. You don't even know their names. Them two look a lot. Come on. Really? You couldn't pick them motherfuckers out of a li- You couldn't pick them out of a lineup. I think Corey Jade and Sky Blue look more like than Paxley. I mean, they all dark haired and thicker than five o'clock traffic. <laughs> I like how you slid that one in. <laughs> all right, EJ, if you ain't got anything else, man, we'll get up out of here. I don't got anything on my plate. We appreciate everybody tuning in, everybody active in the chat as usual. We had a we had a good crowd in here tonight. We'll say it was WrestleMania. We did WrestleMania numbers tonight. Um, next week again, I'll be 
announcing the winner of WrestleMania T-Shirt Week. Shout out to everybody that partook in WrestleMania T-Shirt Week. That's always a lot of fun to just take over social media with wrestling shirts. I retweeted as many as I, if I saw them, I retweeted them. So uh, I appreciate that. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review and a rating. Uh, we are now affiliated on Twitch. I probably need to set all that shit up where you'll be able to subscribe to us if you want. Tell your friends about us. Uh, it's a new era here on Boot to the Face. We're kicking ass and taking names. And we'll be back next Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, twitch.tv. For EJ Reed, I'm Chris Rucker. Peace. Speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass.